the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Fans, welcome to another edition of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. We are going into Backlash from Puerto Rico, baby. The first Puerto Rican live event or pay per view since 2005 and that was new year's revolution so pretty psyched for that but let's jump into our episode this week i of course am your host chris the heat matthews joined by your other two hosts garrett g money Mun and the tennessee jesus carl crossland fellas what's going on this week well guess what me and fucking garrett is in fucking puerto rico baby <laughs> Uh, Puerto Rico, thank you. Puerto, but, uh, Puerto Rico. But yeah, his stepmom got us uh, plane tickets, uh, so we're hanging, hanging down here, uh, chilling, man. Just fucking drinking some. Um, uh, what's that shit we're drinking? Uh, I thought we were drinking some margaritas, but I'm not sure. Well, margaritas are not fucking Puerto Rican, dude. Will we? Oh, well, I mean, they, they have some, but, I mean, it's mojitos. Mojitos. That's what it is. We're I had a, a lot really, of mojitos. had a really good mojito while I was down there. It was a mint mojito, and it was really, or ginger, ginger mojito. Really uh, good. I was going to say, I was like, I was like, yeah, I like all yeah. yeah, no, this one was ginger. <laughs> it was ginger. It was really good. Yeah, that guy had, uh, I had a strawberry one that was really effing good. I had like one a day when I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> the well, the we're beach, the house we were staying uh, in was awesome. We'll have to. We'll have yeah, to, look have to go get a ginger mojito. <laughs> get a ginger mojito, yeah. But yeah, right now, me and me and Gears have been hanging out here on the beach, drinking cocktails, uh, trying to determine if the earth is flat by. Looking at ships disappear over the horizon with a telescope. Uh, it's been pretty cool. Flat Earther, huh? <laughs> no, no, we saw the ships disappear over the over the horizon. So oh, they didn't it's like floated. fall. They fell off the edge. They didn't disappear over the horizon. They fell off the edge. Uh, oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> So what happens? Flat Earth. They fell off the edge. Oh, okay. They just don't go that around. They fall off. Bermuda Triangle. Yes. <laughs> so you guys didn't do anything else while you're down there? You're just hanging out on the beach, contemplating if the Earth is flat or not, drinking mojitos? I'm drinking mojitos and cigars that people are smuggling in from Cuba. Um, they're pretty fucking good too. Yeah. You didn't shove a shove a cookie down your pants. Uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> I think we did see the chupacabra or whatever. <laughs> you might have, especially if there's goats around. <laughs> oh, 
Awesome. You guys and your random trips. Like, I'm so jealous. We're just a couple of outcasts. Yeah, we're just a bunch of couple outcasts. Yep. Bastards. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. The random band entrance theme this week. Let's kick it. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who won't put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. Oh man, if you haven't figured it out, and if you remember from last week, the band this week was Outcast, and we dropping some bombs over Baghdad. Let me tell you. Yeah, we are. So fresh, so clean. Shaking yeah. it like a salt shaker. That's not okay. shake it like a Polaroid picture. Sorry. Yeah, Polaroid. I'm, 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 right, I'm a little intoxicated <laughs> with you, Carl. So I'm right, right here. So. <laughs> Shaking like a salt shaker. You're. Uh... I, I don't know. Some little John popped in my head for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so, Shaker is Ying Yang Twins, isn't it? Well, I thought little I thought little John was on that song too. Oh, he might be. I don't know. It sounds like him that's saying it, but oh, whatever. Yeah. All right, Outcast. Love me some Outcast. Andre three thousands, big boy. Good times, good times. Who wants to go first? I let y'all go first because I got like a million. I'll 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 go first <laughs> just to get mine out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so the song that I picked is "Chunky Fire." Nice. Oh, awesome. I um, like so told you guys before we started recording. I listen to a lot of Outcast because like my job, all I do is drive around. So I listen to podcasts, I listen to music. So I was like, oh, let me listen to some Outcast. All freaking day, man. My drive yesterday, all 11 hours of my drive. <laughs> or six hours, sorry. Six hours of my drive. Outcast all day. But I settled on So Fresh, So Clean. Tip one of mine, tip one of mine. <laughs> I had that, I had narrowed down to that and uh, Bombs Over Baghdad. Just. I don't know why those two were um, sticking out more than everything else I listened to. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're going to go with that, then I guess that only means I can go with Hootie Hoot. <laughs> oh, that was another one I was contemplating, too. Hootie Hoot. I was like, this ain't Master P. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no limit soldiers. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, Carl, what you got for us for next week? All right, let me see what I get. Tim McGraw. I fucking. What, I was trying to say where I. Fuck. God damn it. Your I mom. closed down the page. <laughs> You know, there's actually a band called Your Mom. Is there? Yeah, and then there's one called Your Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Kids are messing that... around with um Alexa, and they're like, Alexa, play Your Mom. And they started playing music by Your Mom. <laughs> Nothing's better than the Oakley Doakleys. <laughs> the who? The Oakley Doakleys. <laughs> they? 
a band that dresses up like Ned Flanders. Yep. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> dude, they're, it's like a screamo band too, which is fucking hilarious. Oh, that's crazy. All right, I'm on the website now. Redoing it. I actually did have like an artist pulled up, and to be honest, I didn't know who the artist was, so it might be. Well, fuck. It still did the same thing. Not the same person, but it's like another artist I don't know. Uh, Bobby Vinton. Bobby Vinton. The name sounds no, familiar. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm right. Bobby Vinton, I think. I don't know. I have a I feeling it's not going to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go veto on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pulling out the veto. So. <laughs> that is the. That is the first. I think that's the first veto, isn't it? No, we vetoed somebody else, like some country okay. singer, I think. Oh, gotcha. Okay. How do you spell the last name? You said Bitten? Uh, I, I redid the thing, but I think Benton, he, uh, is like Bobby's. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Is he a real oh. person? He is a real person, but he's, uh, it looks like his music is like it's like old music. Like his uh, first yeah, album but... came out in seventy two. Okay. Who's the right uh, Mr. Back. Lonely? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> oh, That's gonna be a tough shit. one. What? Roman. Bad bunny. Bad bunny. Oh, bad, Benny. All right, we got another person I've never heard of. <laughs> uh, Ka- Connie Francis? I know that name. I just, uh, I can't place music right now. It's like, I guess it's stuck on, like, fucking old people. <laughs> I don't know. As the pictures in black it, and white. It is. It uh, is. It is. Her first album <laughs> came out in '59. Oh God! <laughs> 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 oh, do you want to do her, or do you want to skip again, or do you want to <laughs> I don't know. Her, right? <laughs> the way you said that, I don't think I want to do her. She's like 80 <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh man, I don't think we're gonna find anything good from Connie Francis. <laughs> Oh man, it's gonna be all like fifties doo wop. <laughs> all right, we got marsh marshmallow. <laughs> so we go from like I can deal with marshmallow. <laughs> then we get trap music. <laughs> you know what's sad? It's so funny. You're like, oh, I don't want to listen to old doo-wop music. I just clicked on the first song and started listening to it. It's literally doo-wop <laughs> music. <laughs> Her album came out in the 50s. Yes, it's doo-wop. <laughs> it's so bad, too. <laughs> like 50s, it has to be like doo-wop or like, I don't know, like what do they call that? Like beach music or something? Yeah, like um, Beach Boy style music. 
Oh shit, y'all! Bad Bunny joined the LWL. You knew that was gonna happen. He's gonna lose, lose, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I got to change it to the losers' world order because they like lost every damn match they've had. (laughs) It's kind of true, actually. Well, with the exception of Ray, I think he's the only one that wins. And Zelina. I mean, Zelina won a couple matches. Some of them by the skin of her teeth. <laughs> yep. It's funny that we got Marshmallow because Xavier has been listening to Marshmallow like constantly for some reason. Oh, he's out of his emo stage and now he's listening to. Uh... Now, he's, now he's in the <laughs> trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure he's not listening to Connie Francis? <laughs> no, because no. when I start going through, when I start going through Amazon, like I pull up my soundtrack, and it'll be like music that I listen to. Then all of a sudden, like I've got Marshmallow popping up, and then I got like more trap music popping up. I was like, "Who the fuck is listening to this?" And then I hear Xavier one day, like he's brushing his teeth in the morning, and he's. He's got um, Rose's phone, and he's listening to Marshmallow on on her phone while he's that. brushing his teeth. I'm like, I knew, yeah. I knew there's, I knew there was one of your kids I liked the most, and I finally figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> oh, I was like, all right, uh, Marshmallow's not bad though, compared to some of the other stuff that pops up. Oh, awesome. I'm sure I mean that little uh, that little shit you got is the other. Uh, kid, he can kick rock. <laughs> He's talking about Bishop. He can kick rocks. He can kick rocks. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's not too bad. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just messing. No, nah, my I kids are good when it I counts. Literally don't, so. I literally don't, haven't seen any of Chris's kids in a while. And the last interaction I ever had with Bishop was when he had, uh, Rest and leave me the fuck alone face. <laughs> oh, he probably still has that. I'm sure he yeah, does. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> he gets it honestly. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, you both have worked with me, so you know. <laughs> yep. I wonder especially, who you get it from. <laughs> especially when I start getting annoyed on the walkie. <laughs> yep. Then apparently everyone thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, wrestling figure of the week is actually two because it's a tag team. And it's going to tie into some of the news that we got today. Um, well, Rock and Stock yesterday. Connection. Rock and Stock Connection, baby. <laughs> It is the Jacks. Uh, I can't remember what series they are, but it'll be on there um, when I post the pictures. Uh, the Jacks bone crunching action figures from like way back in the 90s. Like we're getting vintage here. Headbangers. Hell yeah. The good old Hoshin headbangers. Austin Thrasher, baby. Thought, thought that would be fitting um, with some of the news that we got for got from those two yesterday actually yeah that they're gonna be wrestling again they got new contracts i heard they're wrestling <laughs> i heard they're well, they still do they still wrestle they make indie appearances and stuff they're in ring of honor for a little bit too i heard they're getting main event pushed for the uh 
<laughs> the undisputed tag title. Well, I mean, they did come back when uh during that SmackDown tournament for the SmackDown tag titles. Very true. I think did they wrestle the Usos? I think so. Yeah, or the, the New Usos Day. Yeah, one one the New Day. One of the two of those. Yeah. It's a pretty good match, but uh, yeah. yeah but, so uh, uh, Gary, Gary got it wrong. They're actually wrestling the women's tag team titles. Yeah, my cause bad. Yeah, because they wear skirts. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Awesome. All right, let's just jump into it then. Headbangers have actually signed a uh, WWE Legends contract or a nostalgia contract. Um, essentially the same thing. So expect to see some uh, merchandise come in. Uh, for the headbangers here, relatively probably, I'd say probably in the next six months. Um, so the deal is basically the Legends deal is basically for merchandising rights. Um, so they get them like shirts, action figures, um, get their likenesses and video games. Personally, I think this is long overdue. Like the headbangers Ben should have been signed under one of these contracts. Like they were a great tag team, probably one of my favorites. Like non like main event tag teams from the Attitude Era. Yeah, kind of early attitude area too. Like yeah. They were pretty good. But then they back when yeah. too uh, too much was the tag team. Yeah. Then they had to you yeah. know change it up and make um was it Mosh? They turned into Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> yeah, I think one of them got injured, and then the yeah. other one that turned the Beaver Cleavage. I think uh yeah Thrasher got injured was out for quite a while. Then Mosh became Beaver Cleavage and came out dressed like fucking Leave It to Beaver, um, with some chick with like really big boobs. Yeah, supposed to be his mom or something. Yeah, yeah, but uh, definitely, definitely long overdue for you know, former tag team champions, the Headbangers. Um, I think they uh they actually. Didn't they make the uh, the tag team of the universe title sound of like cardboard? Yeah, they did. They did talk <laughs> kind of crazy shit. Man, like I said, awesome. they they had some pretty good tag team matches. Like I said, early attitude era, era gold. Awesome! I'm pretty excited for that. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Tessa Blanchard has signed a multiple show deal with XPW and set to debut at their broken, beaten, and scared event on 527. That's supposed to be scared or scarred. Scared. I don't know. Scar- it might be scarred. I don't know. I fucking read the article and <laughs> <laughs> I was sober then, so I, I don't know. It might be scarred. Because broken me scared. Yeah, that might be a little, that might make more sense. <laughs> scared. <laughs> I don't know, man. Tessa Blanchard's a little scary. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, she'll be all now, our asses at once. <laughs> I figured. Yeah. I figured it'd be interesting to be necessary back in the ring. Yeah. Well, she's been working with um that women are wrestling recently like they brought her back i guess and they haven't had any issues with her like they did previously um, yeah. to my knowledge i haven't really seen anything come out about it it was but. probably just like some stuff she was going through she needed to just kind of take time to get over 
Ain't no telling. Yeah, maybe. But she was already good. Everybody she was the world champion. Everybody has shit. Yeah. WWE had a world champion. And I know she said some pretty uh, derogatory comments to uh, La Rosa Negra. Um, she had a lot of issues with a lot of women in locker rooms, like not just like uh, women of wrestling's locker room, her first run through there, but Impact's locker room. She had some issues with a lot of people. So, well, hopefully she's got past that and you know got to a better place. Because like honestly, like if you're like wrestling's about trust, like you got to be able to trust the person that you're in the ring with and. You know, if you're going to be a bitch to me in the locker room, like, I don't trust you. So why do I want to step in the ring with you if I don't trust my safety in your hands, like, knowing how you are backstage? Yep. I don't know. Some of us make the best matches, though. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> like Michael's and Brett. Hate each other. But she's uh she's married to Daga, who hasn't been very active either. Like I don't recall seeing anything from him recently. Yeah, I haven't seen him since what Lucha Underground. Oh, uh, he was know. in after Lucha Underground folded. He was in Impact for a little bit. Okay, and then after that, like he was just he was gone. A figment of our imaginations. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Awesome, but yeah, hopefully Tessa's got her all her shit worked out and she's able to to function in a locker room because a talent like that, like when you're not being looked at by two of the biggest promotions like in the U.S. and you're working for, you know, XPW. When you have the potential and the talent and the lineage to be a top star in this business, like which she was well on her way to, to all the shit came out. So. I mean, hopefully, hopefully she's got it together. Like she deserves, she deserves a second chance as far as like her wrestling ability and all that. So she got tons of potential that she hasn't even lived up to or met yet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, Tessa, if you need an agent, uh, I hear Carl is free Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. If you ever need help. Just uh, give him a call. You don't even have to pay him. You just got to lick his butthole. (laughs) (laughs) That was was Sunny. That was Sunny? Yeah, that was Sunny. I had to do that. Tessa, we might do something a little different. Gotcha. (laughs) Good times over there. Good times. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, AW news 60,000 pre sale tickets sold for all in in Wembley Stadium. 60,000 just on pre sale alone. Yep, huge, huge numbers for AW for an event like this. So, we'll see uh, what happens when they actually go on sale to the general public. All I have to say, they didn't need punk. No, but punk would have helped. I guess we'll see what happens because they really haven't. I think it's going to sell out regardless. I think so too. Like you got a few things that are going on with this. Like the UK has like a massive, like rabid wrestling fan base. Yep. 
And then we look at it too, like when's the last wrestling event that was held in Wembley Stadium? It was SummerSlam. Like in what, like 92? Something like that. It was whenever like Brett and, Owen, or, um, Brett and Bulldog wrestled. Like that was the last event, last wrestling event held in Wembley Stadium. So there's a lot of factors here that are driving these sales. That should be a pretty good pay-per-view, though. I don't think have they, they haven't announced anything for that yet, have they? Because the the pillars fatal four ways is all out, right? Yeah. They probably won't announce anything for it till after all out. Yeah. That is the downside. Because you think they would have something like would maybe someone that's not involved at the all out pay-per-view. Or maybe like some kind of deal they'll have, going on. They might have like British people, you know, wrestle. Like they might be like, oh yeah, some British people think. Too bad they don't have Regal anymore. Regal would have sold that place out. Yep. Yeah. Regal would have. Yep. But uh big props to AEW though for you know that sixty thousand pre-sale tickets. That's um that's like that's pulling some uh, WWE numbers there. We're pretty close to it. Honestly, WWE probably would have sold out as soon as it went on sale. Yeah. yeah. And then plus that's like eight overseas in Europe, right? I have no idea what you just said. Me either. We got all robot. That was AW's first time in Europe. So, yeah, you gotta remember to take that into account too. That like a lot of the people might be watching their fans that never get to see it, so they'll travel to the uh, to London to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think with that too. Like on top of that, you've got guys like Chris Jericho. Like, when's the last? Like, you think about how long has it been since you know Chris Jericho has been in the UK wrestling. Brian Danielson, Dustin Rhodes, like all these like guys that were in WWE, WWF, and you know, used to go there on a regular basis for tours, but you know, haven't been with the company for, you know, X amount of years or haven't wrestled in X amount of years, but are going over there with AEW. So that's that's gonna be another big thing too. Yeah. Awesome. But like I said, props to AEW for you know those pre-sale tickets. That's pretty solid numbers yeah. there. That's good. Right up. So we don't want them to fail. We want wrestling to succeed. Like it's just more for us to watch and enjoy. TK, mm-hmm. we're proud of you. Proud, proud of you, TK, Snowman. <laughs> proud of you, Snowman. <laughs> you you go ahead and take that extra line of coke tonight. You you earned it. Yep. Hell yeah. You and Trevor Lawrence, and you are the two kings of Texas. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's see. Some more AW news. Uh, Britt Baker's latest T-shirt apparently is causing some controversy. Um, for those that aren't familiar, uh, Britt Baker, AW has released a T-shirt of Britt Baker with pretty much it's just a picture of her face with a black eye. 
There's nothing on this shirt that says it's a wrestling shirt. If you are someone that is not familiar with wrestling or Britt Baker, you have no clue what this shirt is. And will automatically think that it's promoting domestic violence. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I mean, that I is can the, uh, understand why people would say that. This is definitely a shirt that you cannot wear outside of a wrestling event without yeah. getting you know, like side eyes and comments. Yeah. Well, you know, every time I talk to Britt Baker, she always asked me to pull it out. My uh, my tooth. She just always asked me to pull out my tooth, and I'm like, no. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but apparently, as soon as the shirt was released, there was a big backlash and uproar about it promos- promoting domestic assault or domestic abuse. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah. She got her black eye from another girl. It's, uh, women need quality, <laughs> man. I keep trying to tell people. It won't just, be equal. Uh, you get black eyes. <laughs> oh, it just happens. <laughs> oh, man. I can see both sides of the coin of this. So it's just, it's one of those things like, you know wrestling, you know Britt Baker. Like if you don't know wrestling, you don't know Britt Baker. So Yeah. I don't I mean I don't think I don't think it's promoting domestic violence because you know it's a Britt Baker shirt. Yeah. Now if she was getting paid like seventy seven cents on the dollar for like t shirt sales, then I'd be pissed, but you know. <laughs> it's just a graphic. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Final little news tidbit here. We have a, it was announced that there will be a 12 man tournament for the new world heavyweight championship. Uh, Monday night's raw. will get two triple threat matches. The winners will face each other the following or later on in the night. Uh, the winner will re- represent the raw brand. Uh, same thing with SmackDown. Winner re- will represent SmackDown and the two will then face each other at night of champions. So you're getting it- Roster members it's from Roman. both shows wrestling for the world championship. Is Roman Reigns in it? They haven't announced anybody for it yet. Oh. They should just be dicks and just put it on Roman. They should. It'd be funny. <laughs> just, I mean, it's kinda it's kinda dumb the way they announced it though. It's just like yeah. <laughs> Roman can't be beat, so we're just gonna fucking just start another boat. <laughs> 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 Oh, I should call it like the runner up. Like the yeah. runner up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I literally, they should just put Roman in here, let him win the tournament, and just have Roman have all three fucking titles. <laughs> <laughs> what you bitches get for trying to introduce another title without my fucking permission? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't acknowledge me before. Maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe, maybe that's what they'll do. They split the titles back up because you know they're upset that you know they you know the titles and didn't want to. Maybe he'll yeah. win all three, and then he'll give them like you know he'll give one to 
the Usos and went to Solo. <laughs> That's how they split the titles back up. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they totally should just, like, you know what? Fuck you, IWC. Roman's winning this belt, too. <laughs> <laughs> and next week, he's wrestling for the U.S. title. And the week after that, the IC title. <laughs> <laughs> and the week after that, the tag team title. And by the end of the year, he's going to hold every there fucking belt in the company, including the women's title. Said <laughs> <laughs> the AEW for all in. <laughs> Where he's going to take the AEW World Championship from MJF. <laughs> And then later on that night, he's going to beat Orange Cassidy. And then he's going to beat Wardlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be awesome, though. Just put it off three titles. not done there. He's going to go challenge. What's that dude's name from Big Time Wrestling? Have to time. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't remember. I just remember him was. being five foot tall. <laughs> uh, I just remember he beat the ninja, man. I thought ninja was gonna win it though. Yeah, you should have swept the leg. <laughs> yep. Probably would have pulled out the win if he swept the leg. Yep. <laughs> How dare they not listen? <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, let's jump over to the instant replay. Let's uh, recap some of the uh, highlights from the week this week. Um, we got to talk about this. Dominic getting fucking booed out of the building Monday night. Oh, he got booed tonight, too. Oh, man. Like, it was wor- probably worse tonight, and that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um, because not only was he getting booed in English, he's getting booed in Spanish. It's even worse. As far as I recall, not punto. Uh, I they I, I couldn't hear what they were really chanting, but I'm sure that's what they were calling at one point. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, like XCon Dom is like one of the greatest things that they've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's he's probably the only one that can take the championship off of Roman Reigns, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Dominic for for undisputed champion. Yeah. <laughs> Calling it now. <laughs> he just he just comes out there and just shakes Roman. Just give me the fucking belt, you bitch. <laughs> like no, you're gonna acknowledge me, motherfucker. <laughs> It's just like being in prison. You take down the biggest guy in the yard. <laughs> taking you down, Roman. <laughs> I got a shiv with your name on it. Dude, if they if they don't give him like a like a sidekick or like manager named like Casper or something, they fuck the whole thing up, you know. <laughs> Oh man, it was just like I haven't heard booze that loud since Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, like that. That's like insane. And Vicky was like so over as a heel. Like it was almost to the point where it was like it wasn't like heel heat. It was like go home heat. 
So, like, it's just crazy. <laughs> just love, like, every time we went to talk, they just start booing. And, like, to see, and you watch Finn's reaction every time they started booing. Like, he's trying not to laugh, like, the whole time. Oh, dude, tonight, um, like, almost all of Legato was cracking up when they were booing Dominic. <laughs> I mean, they can. They're the faces. They they yeah. can do that. Like, But Finn, you know, is supposed to be playing the heel, and he's, like, trying so hard not to bust up laughing. Like, every time he went to talk. <laughs> I would have been laughing. So, oh, man, it was so good. Like, he's probably, like... I don't care. Dom's like the most overheel in in WWE right now. Agreed. Yeah. It's oh. awesome. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the the draft. Night two results here. Um, I know Carl hated it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't really care for the draft. It's like a stupid idea, but there wasn't like. Some, I guess a lot of stuff didn't really like some stuff changed, some stuff didn't change. Um, so your night two, what the fuck is this one? Oh, that's the um additional draft. You just do all you should just do all the drafts for each show, be probably easier. You got draft for each show, yeah. I got um. Well, we talked about the the draft, the night one draft already that last week's episode. So you can go back and listen to that one. Eh, it's like I don't know. Yeah, I nothing really changed. Like the bloodline staying on SmackDown, Judgment Day is staying on Raw. So, I mean, Rhea Ripley is going to Raw. Rollins is staying on Raw. Sammy and Kevin. Sammy's moving to Raw. Kevin's staying on Raw. Um, Raquel and Liv are moving to Raw. The New Day is coming to Raw. Trish is staying on Raw, which I didn't know Trish was like a full time talent, but apparently she is. <laughs> Ronda and Shayna to Raw. Ricochet and Braun are going to Raw. Bronson Reed stays on Raw. Alpha Academy stays on Raw. And from NXT, Katana Chance and Caden Carter are coming to Raw. That should help with uh, the women's tag team division, especially with um, Elba Fire and Isla Dawn coming up for the for uh, SmackDown. Um, SmackDown picks: we got Austin Theory, obviously, because um, Gunther got moved to Raw with the IC title. Uh, Charlotte Flair staying on SmackDown. The Usos all under the bloodline. LWO stays on SmackDown. Um, Oscar's moving to SmackDown. Rollins Brute stay. Carrying Cross stays. LA Knight stays, Shotzi stays. We're getting pretty deadly coming to SmackDown. Heck yeah. So uh, Garrett's excited about that when he loves himself some pretty deadly. Yeah. Yeah. They're both pretty and they're kind of deadly. <laughs> uh, Rick Boogs is going back to SmackDown. To and, be uh, with Cameron Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke is on Raw. Sucks. We need to put booze and Shinsuke back together. And uh, our man Cameron Grimes to the moon. 
drafted the SmackDown. He will be facing Corbin next week. Well, that shouldn't be too bad. Barry Corbin's pretty solid in the ring. Like, he gets a lot of shit, but he's not bad. Which, speaking of Corbin, did you see he won his first match uh, at a house show? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they were doing some, like, house show, and he won his, like, first match in, like, two years. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I can't remember how won the last match he won. It was crazy. You know, whatever it was. He probably has a, I don't think he's won a match since probably his, like, feud with Madcap. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying he, I know he beat Madcap Mom. Uh, so after Monday Night Raw, there was a uh, supplemental draft type thing. Um, some going to Raw from this is uh, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Emma, Johnny Gargano, Los Lotharios, um, Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Sanga coming up from NXT. Um, Odyssey Jones coming up from NXT. That should be pretty solid. I like Odyssey Jones. Uh, Zia yeah. Lee, Riddick Moss, Piper Niggin, Niven, eh. Tegan Knox, and Tazawa. So Tegan Knox going to Raw. I haven't seen Tegan in a while either. Yeah, I don't care, T. <laughs> uh, Friday Night SmackDown is getting Tamina and Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is pretty awesome. See him come up with SmackDown like Grayson Waller. And then free agents still are Cedric Alexander. Shelton Benjamin, Baron Corbin, Elias, and Zion Quinn. Along with, I think Ziggler's in there too. Yeah, these are the only ones that they had listed on here. There's Ziggler, I think there's Ziggler, Brock, Omos. Yeah, Brock. Yeah. Which I heard a really funny thing that they're going to do uh, Retribution 2 with uh, Brock as the leader. <laughs> Not the free agents as the, uh, <laughs> the rest of the members. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Could you imagine Brock leading a stable? <laughs> so fucking funny. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the crazier thing, the crazier thing is, can you imagine like Brock and Omos as a tag team? Oh MVP my god! He is the mouthpiece. Yeah. Uh, That'd be it's so terrible. But it's like, as as you think? No, it's not. The sad thing happen. would be is who would you actually say could beat those two guys? Nobody. Like physically beat those guys. Nobody. No one. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that can be. Braun Strowman. Yeah, Strowman. I think the Viking Raiders would put up a pretty good fight. I don't know if Viking they would Raiders actually... fucking lose every match. I'm just saying with like, their size and everything. Like Yeah, you said. So, so it would be pretty solid. All right. Um. So with the draft, you know, we're getting the new World Heavyweight Championship. Um. What do you guys think about the tag titles? Do you think they should split the tag titles, or should they just keep them unified and have the tag champs go between shows? Keep them unified. Have tag champs go between shows. Well, so here, I guess, is my thought is it seems like, you know, Triple H made such a, a point on, well, the world title is going to be on Raw and it's going to be only explicitly on Raw. It's never to go anywhere else. So why have two tag titles on one show? 
It doesn't make the, sense if that's the way he's making it seem. Now I'm fine with the Usos that. can I be beat. Because the Usos can be beat, so they don't need to come up with another title. Roman Reigns can't be beat, so they need another title. The I think a lot of times when it comes with uh, a lot of the tag team matches that they do, that they don't know how to do really good storylines with them. So they don't have a, a point. Yeah. I think that, keeping them unified and having them go between the shows. Because, like, you think about the depth of the tag team division on both shows, there's not really a lot. Yeah. And having them go between the two shows kind of opens it up more for, you know, more tag matches. Yeah. Because, like, if they're keeping them on both shows, then we're going to get more random tag team pairings. I mean, sometimes it works. Like, Braun and Ricochet actually works, surprisingly. You know, considering, like, most of their tag gimmick is just Braun throwing Ricochet around the ring and out of the ring. So, yeah. Well, all I have to say to that point you're going to love our overrated underrated this week. <laughs> Was it random ass tag teams? <laughs> Except for one, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, good stuff there. Oh, uh, what else we got? Uh, Indy Hartwell vacated the NXT Women's Championship this week um, due to ankle injury. The real oh, question man. is, did you watch what happened? I did. I did see what happened. Sexy Dexy. I cried a little. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's like, we had a wedding. We got married in this ring. She's like, and it was a WWE wedding that did not have any interruptions. <laughs> Very true. She's like, shocking, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it sucks that she had to vacate the title. Um, but you know it's understandable with her injury and then her moving up to Raw. Like she was going to drop the belt regardless coming to Raw. Um, but it just sucks that she had to do it with an injury and didn't actually get a chance to have a final match in NXT um, defending you know that title. They should do it like AEW and have like an interim. In her own champion. Uh, uh, I think Which they is, might have done something like that if she wasn't going to be out long, but yeah. she was going to stay Which, on NXT. The the funny thing when when they did that with Thunder Rosa, she told Tony Khan that she didn't that she would relinquish the title, and Tony Khan told her, "No, we'll just do an interim champion." Because he knew how great the interim champions are. Yeah. <laughs> and like her injury ended up being like when they, you know, vacated the title, when she finally was able to vacate the title, like that's when they found out that her um, back injury was more uh, severe than what they thought it was. Yeah. But even then, that was already, at, that was after like two months of having. Uh, Tony Storm is interim champion. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. 
Oh, speaking of AEW, got some pretty decent stuff coming out of this week here. Um, Starks and Juice Robinson, pretty solid matchup. Yep. That was probably like one of my favorite matches from uh, Wednesday night. Like that, the uh, the eight man tag match that opened the uh, the show. It was a good yeah. match. It was so fucking random. Like, so random. Like, I understand, yeah. you know, Orange Cassidy and Bandito came out to help, you know, Adam Cole the week before, you know, then Roderick Song came back. But it's just such a random pairing with the four of them. Like, it really just did not make sense storyline wise ever um christian is actually getting a tnt title shot against wardlow apparently uh everyone thought it was going to be luchasaurus but christian comes out with the swerve it's like nah dude it's me Fuck it's luchasaurus. me it's ddp yeah. I'm getting my one more shot. <laughs> one more match. One more match. Well, so that's pretty solid. Um, Trios Battle Royal. The Cinco. It was the Trace de Mayo <laughs> Trios Battle Royal. <laughs> Sounded terrible. It was so bad and so confusing. I like pisses I, me I, off. I went to watch it and I saw all the tag t- uh, triple like the trios in it. I was like, "This looks yeah. terrible." Yeah, this is my thing. Like, this is the second battle royal that they've done in the last what, like, two months? That the butcher and the blade have been like the last ones when the last guy's in there, and they still can't win a fucking battle royal. Yep. And they sit there and talk about how dangerous the butcher and the blade are in a battle royal and if they're that fucking dangerous why can't they win a battle royal they fucking suck like if that that's what you're telling me is that they're you know they're the guys you gotta watch your backs for inside a battle royal then they should be winning every fucking battle royal or at least a good majority of them (laughs) tell me they're monsters you know they're vicious and they're monsters they fucking, among men. They get they get eliminated by a bunch of dudes who scissor each other. <laughs> I mean, you you laughed <laughs> when he scissored Penta. You you laughed. That was funny. That was, that was funny. Was <laughs> but I'm that not was... saying like I don't like the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. Like I love the acclaimed. I love the whole Billy Gunn thing with them. Like. Like, I love it. They're entertaining as shit. And they're probably one of the most over tag teams in AEW. But it's just... Like, don't sit there and build up the Butcher and the Blade just to have them fucking lose. And then, why can't freaking the Dark Order win fucking anything? I know, right? Dark Order, like, fucking glorified jobbers. Like, every sense, you know... God rest his soul, you know, Brody Lee passed away. Like, the Dark Order has become nothing but, like, jobbers, pretty much. Yeah. Like, because they're building them up. 
they're all fucking good. It's not like they there's a shit group. Like, why isn't you know Jonathan Silver going after you know the TNT title or the you know the international title or something? Like, put him in Ring of Honor. Let him go after the TV title. Just, oh. Just put them in freaking Ring of Honor and have them go for the tag titles. Do the fuck tag cares? titles and the the eight the ROH six man titles. Yeah, that too. Like, there's like so no much. Had, the only person to hold gold in the Dark Order was Brody Lee. None of them have held a championship. Ridiculous. Oh, all right. The uh, the Pillars tag match was their main event. Garbage. Uh, yeah, like very predictable. Uh, they should have just said, hey, you know what? All out, there's going to be a fatal four-way for the world championship. The four Pillars are going to go at it in a fatal four-way. But instead, you want to waste your time with these fucking tournament matches and then have Sammy Guevara win the tournament match with help from MJF, and they go, oh, now we're going to have a tag match. So if Darby and Jungle Boy can win, then they'll then it'll be a fatal four-way match. Like, we knew we were getting a fatal four-way anyway, so you just should have said, hey, we're having the fatal four-way at all out. Plain and simple. Yep. So you have to waste my time. Bunch of fuckers. Bunch of fuckers. It's a bunch of fuckery. So much fuckery. Oh, man. Cocaine. Uh, <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling this week. Big thing coming out of Impact. We talked about it last week a little bit. Um, Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, made her Impact debut. So uh, what are you guys' thoughts on her joining Impact over AEW? Uh, I mean, I think probably Impact would be more for than AEW. Like, what's she going to do in AEW? Go lose to fucking Ruby Soho or something? Uh, Jade Cargill. <laughs> Jade Cargill, yeah. Yep. Like, I think Impact was the right move. Impact, next to WWE, has one of the best women's divisions in the U.S. I agree. Oh. I think she's going to get booked pretty well. I think they're going to take care of her. Um, we don't know how long her contract is. Like Impact likes to do short contracts with a lot of talent, um, like short-term contracts, especially for people that are like bigger name stars. Um, you know, they did it with Gallows and Anderson. Um, they did it with Matt Cardona. Um, so she might be there six months. She might be there a year. We don't know. But I think if she's going to be there, then they're going to build, you know, throw her into the mix and, you know, just help build that women's division even more. But uh, my other question to you guys, Mm -hmm. do you think this could be a revival for Trinity's career? Kind of like what they did with um, like Christian, Kurt Angle, like guys similar to that going into impact from WWE after being released or not re-signing. Drew McIntyre, uh, Bobby think, Lashley. I don't think impact is big enough now to revive their career, but I mean, she could have a decent 
one. I guess um, that is that is the difference, though. That time. Frame yeah, I mean, guys were in there. But. Yeah, that would be the one thing I'd say is definitely different. Is when all those guys were in Impact, like Impact was the second best. Wrestling. Yeah, was the second best. Now Impact's like the fourth. So, uh, <clears throat> I definitely think she can like succeed and strive and impact. Like, that's not yeah. I'd be worried about. Like, <clears throat> wow, yeah. I mean, I could see her winning a women's title and impact. Oh, definitely. That I think we're gonna get a pretty good match between her and Diana. Like, I don't see that being a terrible match at all. So I don't think she's going to win it her first time around. It might be, you know, maybe a second match or third match or whatever, but um, she'll definitely end up as a knockout champion. And, um, yeah, other cool thing there, too. Sasha Banks was in attendance, in attendance for that. And uh, apparently CM Punk was in the building, too. Yeah, apparently yeah. CM Punk's everywhere. He's uh, everywhere wrong. <laughs> I uh, I saw that uh, he's not allowed in GCW unless he watches the Rocky movies. Yep, Joey Janela laid that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking cried laughing when I saw that. That was great. Yeah, he's got some funny stuff. Well, he's doing all this traveling. He got enough time on the flight to start watching Rocky. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Like, you don't even have to watch a Creed movies. You can just watch Rocky. <laughs> just just get yourself started. You know, you can pace yourself with the Creed movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Oh, that's pretty much it for this week's instant replay. Um, let's jump over to the wrestler of the week. Kind of kind of sucks with like three of us and you know four weeks out of the month so mm-hmm. eventually someone's going to end up having you know wrestler of the week and theme of the week so instead of me having both this week i decided to uh go carl's route and get a randomizer for the uh the uh, odd week that we have where you know two of us are doing both if the freaking web page wants to look. There we go. Fucking computer. Uh, so yeah, so the randomizer I found will generate 12 wrestlers. So I will take the um, first one that comes up. It generates. And is loading. It's thinking. Bob back on. It's doing something. Bob back on. <laughs> that might be. I mean, it's going about as slow as Bob back one. Or is it is it going as slow as the Undertaker entrance? Yeah. Jesse, the body Ventura. <laughs> and this is like an Undertaker and a Yokozuna entrance. It was oh like God. all the shit. The longer uh, guitar solo in the winter's gonna. The fuck, dude. 
as free as a bird now. And the bird cannot change. The fabulous free birds, Michael P. A. King. Damn, Chris, are you writing the damn code for the website or something? Yeah, might as well be. It just fucking loaded. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what it is, Carl? His computer was trying to decipher the lyrics to Cody Rhodes' theme song. It's having hard. Yeah, time. it was. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. All right. So finally loaded. So your wrestler of the week this week is the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. Fucking things. <laughs> and the only match we go with the Ultimate Warrior is Hogan. Uh, WrestleMania, what was it like seven? WrestleMania six, six, uh, seven was him and Savage, which was a really, which was a good match too. Oh, that's probably actually, yeah, that's technically probably was a better match. Actually, we take that, we strike that. Uh, don't watch the one with him because <laughs> you've probably already seen it. Go watch the one with him and Savage. <laughs> yes, um, I agree with that. I think I did like WrestleMania six, like as far as like ultimate warrior goes, like appearance wise, it's probably one of my favorite ring attires that the warrior had. Um, WrestleMania seven, like a really close second, but well, as far as like overall matches, seven was definitely the better one. I mean, the savage carried that match. Yeah. I mean, six was like when you was little, like it was a big deal. Oh, the two greatest wrestlers wrestling each other for my heart. But uh, (laughs) then you go back and watch it now, and it's like, oh, I wouldn't if I tried. But if you're looking for the worst Ultimate Warrior match, there's a couple (laughs) that definitely top that Uh, list. Uh, Was it Warrior and Gold Dust? (laughs) Warrior and Hogan. was it Halloween, Halloween Havoc? Havoc? Yeah. <laughs> that one was shit. Um, Hunter and Warrior. <laughs> or Warrior completely buried Hunter and destroyed him in was like 20 seconds. So, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Terrible matches. Um, I will say the one thing I do remember. When uh, Warrior had that brief feud with uh, Papa Shango. And like Shango was in the ring and Warrior's like running down the ring. And uh, Shango starts doing his like voodoo stuff and Warrior starts puking up this black stuff. Like that scared the shit out of me when I was like five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like shit, he's making Warrior throw up. What's that black stuff? Awesome. So there you go. Wrestler of the week is Ultimate Warrior. Uh, matches to check out: Warrior versus Savage, WrestleMania Seven. Um, I believe that was Savage's. Um, I think Savage's career was on the line for that one, wasn't it? Then after that, it became an announcer. Uh-huh. Good stuff there. All right. Um, overrated, underrated this week. Which so um, what you guys want to talk about? Overrated, underrated? I got you. Got us? Yeah, I got you with overrated, underrated. Thanks. 
I uh, I told you I picked uh, some. I mean, I told you I'm intoxicated too. That so, what you want to talk about should have been for Noel's part. Oh, I I know. I, <laughs> I I I knew what you were going with. It's it's all good. I I got you. Well, I'm glad you got me. Like for the explanation, of the viewers at home, I'm intoxicated. So we're good. So. We've all had a. You're not even adult viewing. You're listening. Today. See, it's like fucked up. <laughs> We've all had adult beverages tonight. I've had three in the last hour and a half. <laughs> Carl's been drinking margaritas all night. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's wasting away in Margaritaville. <laughs> Looking for his lost shaker of salt. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, did, did you blow out a flip flop too? <laughs> I uh, I somehow got on this tick of like thrown together tag teams. So these are more or less all thrown together tag teams. <laughs> so the first tag team is the two man power trip. Underrated. Oh. I say right, just right. All right. Uh, Chris, you can't be biased when I ask you this one. Okay, I need you to be uh, not biased. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hurricane. Severely underrated. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Like all joking aside, <clears throat> like they lost the tag belts. Like Hurricane didn't even fucking defend the titles because he got jumped backstage. So it was Kane by himself. And I think it was like their first title defense as tag champions, and they ended up losing them. Um so <laughs> Oh man, I I don't even know if I can give a straight answer for that. <laughs> I like him and Rosie better. Yeah, him and Rosie were definitely a better tag team than him and Kane. So. Um, so I'm I'm gonna say just right on that one too. So. Under, I mean, overrated is what they were. Chris. Yeah, Kane's yeah. a bitch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, rated RKO. Rated RKO? Yeah. Underrated. Rightly rated. Uh, my fucking phone keeps closing up. Uh, the one tag team I would say it probably wasn't just thrown together, but I put on here is uh, London and Kendrick. Hooligans. They're definitely underrated. 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 They were the uh, the longest reigning SmackDown tag champs. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was watching. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, the that YouTube channel. I told you I've been watching Chris the uh, Mustache Wrestling. Oh and yeah, they do a lot of like quizzes and stuff. It's so it's cool. All right, and the last tag team is the Colossal Connection. Uh, underrated. Having a brain fart on who was in that 
tag it's, team. It's uh, Andre and uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were definitely underrated. I don't think they lasted that long, did they? Uh, yeah. I think they probably had like a couple of matches. Yeah. That was televised. Yeah, they couldn't televise all their matches because they probably killed some people. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like the very tail end of Andre's career. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. And that's it. That's what I got. All right. Overrated, underrated. Oh. All right. So. No holds barred. So, what you guys want to talk about? <laughs> um. Oh man. Well, today is Mayonnaise Day. Uh, hope you all mayonnaise had your mayonnaise. Day. Yeah. I had some mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise Day. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> okay. Had some. Had some mayonnaise. Uh, had some margaritas. Had some nachos. Nice. Because I'm white and we sell Blasinco de Mayo. Our <laughs> favorite holiday we appropriated. Yep. It's like that in St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't appropriate that one. <laughs> No, but the non-Irish did. (laughs) (laughs) There's more people that claim to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day than the population of Ireland. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. Awesome. Uh, Let's see. I don't have anything else. Uh, I watched Stream 6 last week. Last weekend. um, After we reported. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was good. It means it sucked, Carl. Don't watch it. Oh, it was good. No. <laughs> it was better than Scream 5. Or Was that one Scream 5 or was that one Scream 6? Was this one Scream 7? I don't know. I okay. I lost count. No, no it could been Scream 5. Because Yeah, because 3 was like the last, like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Four, and then, yeah. And then four okay. was her niece, and then five was this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, Scream Six was pretty good. That had a pretty good twist to it. If you don't know, uh, Sydney Falls, uh, come time to find out the whole series was a hallucination and. <laughs> Nobody actually died, and she's a virgin in high school. Like she was at the beginning. <laughs> she got roofied. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was pretty good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three comes out this weekend. Mhm, mhm. Pretty excited for that one. I'll probably wait till it hits Disney Plus to watch it though. But. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really get into Marvel something like that. I heard uh, they gave Chris Pratt the go-ahead to say the F word. <laughs> the F words. That's you great. Know they, you know they haven't cussed in any of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I know. 
because they're Disney. Yeah. I think didn't they say shit in one of them? Yeah, but like, yeah. But no, they don't no say hard. Like, they don't say. Yeah, they don't say yeah like a hard, a hard curse word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucker, god damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he was on like a he's on one of the talk shows and they were like, you would think they would have given the permission to that to Samuel Jackson, but I know, right? <laughs> like motherfucker. Motherfucker. These motherfucking scrawls. <laughs> on my motherfucking airship. <laughs> That would have made more sense, but oh, awesome stuff! Uh, Star Wars Day was yesterday, so Disney Plus dropped a new Star Wars kids cartoon. I haven't got my kids to watch it yet. Ooh, uh, I uh, I watched I watched a thing on Instagram, uh, Chris, that uh, that. Uh, was like a th- you know how they do like those theories on shows and stuff. Yeah. And it was a theory on why uh, Master Splinter gave all the Ninja Turtles the uh, weapons they gave them. And oh, I saw uh, that. You see that? I was like, that's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, but um, the the Psy is a defensive weapon that was given to Raphael because he's you know hot headed and you know hot tempered, quick to react. So the side balances him out, makes him think more of in a defensive manner than a um, aggressive manner. Um, Donatello gets a bow staff because it's like the simplest of technology. Yep, <laughs> literally a stick. <laughs> um, Leonardo with the katana is um, the most deadliest ninja weapon and the sharpest ninja weapon. Um, Leonardo is more like calculating and not willing to do what's necessary, you know, doesn't want to do what's necessary if needed, or the katanas makes him consider with like what it is to take a life and all that other stuff, something else. And like Michelangelo's is just because he's so scatterbrained and how chaotic the nunchucks are, it makes him actually concentrate more on what he's doing. Yeah, that's was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I thought but, it was cool. But who 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 drew who drew the better painting? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I've, I've always been a fan of the uh, the Sistine Chapel. Like just the fact that you know he painted that thing like laying on his back on scaffolding. Uh, I was kind of kind of creepy. <laughs> Bunch of naked kids, you know. It's like people call it art. They're supposed to be cherubs. <laughs> That's what they say. I mean, it isn't a Catholic church. I mean, so it's not out of the ordinary for a Catholic church <laughs> to have naked kids on the ceiling. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> those are the men in dresses you got to be worried about. <laughs> Oh man. Oh so ah uh, move on to something else before I get myself in trouble. Uh the nitro stage, Mattel Creations Nitro Stage. Um I bit the bullet and I backed it to uh this morning. 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Is it like a Kickstarter? Kinda. Okay. But it has to get 5,000 to be made. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Right now, there are there's three hours, just under four hours left. Three hours and 50, yeah. 56 minutes. It's at 3,682 backers. Yeah, it has to have 5,000 to get made. Anything yeah. less, I'll make it a Thunder uh, set instead of Nitro. <laughs> Actually, I'd take the Thunder set over the Nitro one, man. That Thunder set, that first one was banging. <laughs> like, like, I love that stage. <laughs> but obviously, like, the Nitro one's more um, iconic over the Thunder one. but <laughs> Little does not. Little does Chris know, he actually meant the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> which which Thunderdome? We talking like WWE Thunderdome or are we talking like Mad Max Thunderdome? No, we're talking about WWE Thunderdome. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I'll pass on that one. So. <laughs> It'll come with a bunch of like small bl- black uh, like props, but they don't actually specify their TV. <laughs> And a boy yeah. for Benoit head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so yeah, just under four hours left for this to get back, um, which is uh, it's West Coast time because it's eleven o'clock here on the East Coast, and this thing ends at midnight. So they definitely they were going on West Coast time on this one. So y'all like if you haven't backed it, back it. I mean, by the time you listen to this, it's going to be over anyway. So yeah. So don't back it. Yeah, don't back it because the campaign's over. So <laughs> disregard what I just said <laughs> about backing it. But um, I listened to a lot of um stuff with um, Steve Ozer, um, who's one that had one of the designers for Mattel. Um, and he's making the podcast rounds and YouTube rounds and stuff. Um, he was on Running Podcast and the Fig Cave. Listen to both of those. And there's a lot of cool stuff that. You know, we talked about with this Nitro stage that, you know, the Mattel Creations page doesn't really get into. So that was like one of the couple of the factors that went into me uh, deciding to back this. Um, and plus, if it only hits 5,000, like the that Rey Mysterio Ultimate and the Scott Steiner Ultimate we get at 5,000 are going to be two of the rarest WWE Ultimate figures next to the San Diego Comic-Con Chase Sergeant Slaughter with the black card from last year. Potential uh, resale value there. It's one of the other reasons, too. So if something happens to me and my wife needs money for something, she knows what she can sell. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say she's going to kill you. Yeah, she might. So. She can sell all your uh, pristine blow-up dolls. All including Mona. Awesome stuff there. But I'm hoping like I hope this thing gets funded because it's pretty awesome. But yeah. It's gonna take up a lot of real estate, but it's it's pretty badass. Oh, uh, that's pretty much all I got for that one. Um you guys got anything else? Uh, <laughs> I actually got something for Carl. I uh, yeah. I saw this uh, post that someone posted on, uh, I think it's Instagram or something. 
and it was uh, it was saying that uh, the uh, XFL team that wins the championship should face the worst football team in uh, the NFL, and if they win, they get promoted, and that team gets demoted. Yeah, no. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking awesome. I'd watch that. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. One, I don't think the best XFL team could beat the worst NFL team. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of rough though, because like the rules are different for both, right? Uh, okay. It's not that 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 much different, but there's a little differences, yeah. Oh man, awesome! Oh. Trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, really, a whole lot to talk about. Right. It was a slow week this week. Yep. Got like everybody coming out of the woodwork now to promote this damn thing. DDP just like tweeted out a tweet earlier today. Hulk Hogan did a video. Like, why y'all doing this now on the last day? <laughs> Damn. Where's the Scott Steiner promo for it? <laughs> Let's get some Steiner math going on this thing. Then people will back it. It's like a heartbeat. <laughs> you got three and a 33rd chance of backing this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, awesome. All right. Uh yeah, so I guess that's gonna do it for us for this week. Theme of the week. Um I'm just gonna keep rolling with my headbangers theme and we're gonna we're gonna do the headbangers theme. So go ahead and uh get in the mosh pit and go ahead and stage dive, do whatever it is you gotta do to get yourself rolling here. So headbangers this week. Good stuff. That's um that's gonna do it for us we got anything else but be back with you next week so behalf of myself Gary G Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Call Crossland thank you guys for listening this is episode 185 of the WrestleGannon podcast and we'll chat with y'all next week later Marks can't go my face You say you can't feel your face? Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, it sounded like you can't come on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'd probably be funnier. It's like, did he just say you can't come on my face? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been way funnier. (laughs) Damn it, when did I say that?